In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. You're now listening to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Fantasy. Where the fantasy football party happens, bitches. Bitches. Sucking their own dick. 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 Maybe football. Time permitting. ESF is where fantasy meets fun. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your trusty host introducing the show the right way. My name's Christian Brito, and with me, joining me, as always, is the one, the only, Mr. Dale DeMott. Que hola, Dale. What's up, man? I, uh, I tried to introduce the show yesterday without you, and it is a lot harder job than I thought. So props to you, because you bring it's, the energy, you bring it. And uh, mine was just, yeah. You close the show, and I don't know how to do that. It's just okay. habit. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What we are got we a talk- lot to talk about today, man. Uh, before anything else, I'm going to give you a little recap of uh, what our podcast is. And the reason I'm doing that is we got a lot of new listeners that are coming in that are listening to Eat Sleep Fantasy for the very first time and don't really know what the hell is going on. Uh, probably listening to our intros like, what is this? Uh, do I want to continue listening? <laughs> the answer to that question is probably not, but stick around a little bit longer. See if it's your kind of humor, if it's what you like. Our approach to fantasy football is trying to bring a quote-unquote sport. I don't know what the hell, it would, whatever, and make it a little bit more fun. Fantasy football should be about entertaining yourself, um, having fun with the guys, having a way to take something that's already awesome and make it even more awesome and nerdy and enjoy this. A lot of people take it and don't have fun with it, get way too serious. Uh, We're here to bring the fun back to fantasy. Yep. Yep. And best of all, we are completely free. We don't charge for premium content. We don't charge for extra shows. Everything we pump out is free, available on Twitter, on our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. Uh, and on Facebook and Instagram. So find us everywhere and enjoy for free. Free with an asterisk. Yeah, because we ask you like for reviews and stuff like that sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, later on in this episode, we're going to be talking quarterbacks, specifically our consensus top 15 quarterbacks. We're going to try to hammer our way through all of those. Uh, before we do any of that... Dale, I want to take a second here to tell our listeners in Eat Nation about Draft Party USA. We've talked a little bit about Draft Party USA. It's pretty much the coolest way, the easiest way, the most convenient way that you can set up an all-inclusive Draft Party package. What Draft Party USA does is they basically set you up with premium draft supplies, food and beverage packages at some of the best locations across the country Get all the headache out of planning your draft party. Make it awesome without having to figure out, you know, uh, is there going to be Wi-Fi where I'm going to go? And they got some pretty sweet locations. Tell them a little bit about where they can get uh, some of these locations at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, earlier, uh, last couple episodes, we talked about Seattle, Honolulu, Denver, Maui. Uh, They also have Baltimore and Buffalo. So you're going cross country here, everywhere from, you know, Honolulu all the way out to New York. So Definitely worth checking out. If you guys would like, go to draftpartyusa.com. You can always give them a call. Talk to a a consultant there at 702-781-1148. All right. Uh, Before we move on, we got a few little quick points here. Some housekeeping to do. We need to make that a drop, Dale. Housekeeping? (laughs) We do that every episode, and I I don't think anybody – well, I don't think very many people would know, right? No. It's from Tommy Boy. Well, I I do the Family Guy one. Oh, okay. They got it from Family. They got it from Tommy Boy, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the scene from Family Guy where he's like, "I clean anyways." That one. Okay, that one's really good. Okay. Anyways, you pick your choices. You just need a drop for it because now we've okay. done it like eight times. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we do a okay. lot of housekeeping. So, uh, very first thing I want to let everyone know: if you're interested in being in our listener league. Uh, we've gotten quite a bit of entries already. Very simple way to do so. Tell them how, Dale. All you have to do is 
write a review on iTunes or whatever format you're listening to this. We understand that not everybody is going through iTunes and Apple or Mac user. So anything that whatever you're listening to, just give us a review, screenshot it, and send it to us, eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. That's all you have to do. Um, we can't get back to everybody. We appreciate everybody emailing us and all that good stuff. Um, so if you emailed us, just assume that we got it because sometimes our inbox gets a little flooded and uh, we just don't have the time or energy to write you guys back, but we appreciate it. Speaking of good reviews, I, I would like to uh, give a quick shout out to a couple that I read here that uh, put a smile on my face and I wanted to read them real quick. First one here came from Mellow Vader 916 Shout out to Mellow. Uh, he says, if you want to win your league and do it from a couple of Brad Pitt and Clooney looking D-bags, then, this, then listen to this show. Peace out from Mello again at Mello Vader nine one six. I'm sure you could follow him. See, it's kind of nice. I have a I have a voice of Brad Pitt. Definitely don't have a face like Brad Pitt. They don't need to know that. (laughs) Um, I have a good one here. Another five star from. Well, it doesn't really say his name, but it's awesome twenty seven ninety eight. I'll read it how he (laughs) says it here. He goes, "The guys here are hilarious, and this is the best podcast you will ever listen to, ever." Okay, no, that was terrible. But like that guy's that name is probably awesome two ninety seven ninety eight, like on his birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. But I love I love the caps. I love reading caps. Yeah, you do that, right? You like yell yeah. when you read that in your head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always fun. All right. So that's that's basically the contest. Just review us on iTunes, send a screenshot, eatsleefantasy at gmail.com. Easy enough. Uh that is one contest, but we've got several of those always going on. The next one is our Facebook contest. What we're giving away there is a signed Jeremy Hill football. That is one of many contests. We we just gave away the Russell Wilson signed mini, mini helmet. I'm sorry that that left my house. Have, have you actually sent it off yet? It. I mean, <laughs> by the time this episode uh, premieres. <laughs> Jesus. It'll be getting into the mailbox, yeah. That's why we're unreliable podcasts. That's where all the negative reviews come from. Well, the thing is, I don't want to ship that one out because he's one of my favorite players. It's signed in green ink. Anyways, doesn't matter. Jeremy Hill, football. Uh, soon we'll be giving away uh, a couple more autographed footballs and stuff that we have. Very cool stuff. Um, so, anyways... All you got to do for that, go to Facebook.com, like our page, Facebook.com slash Eat Sleep Fantasy, or you can search for us, Eat Sleep Fantasy, on there. And you got to like the picture of the contest. You got to do both. That's That's it. all you have to do. And right now, there's only 86 people that were entered that like like the uh, post. So you have like a pretty good shot at getting it. All you have to do is like our page. That's it. Like the post. I was going to do a couple of shameless plugs here. But go ahead. Okay, just one quick one. Um, the Amazon link on our site. If you if you if you're gonna shop at Amazon at all, just go to eatsleepfantasy.com. Click the link. It'll take you to Amazon. Whatever you buy from there, um, it helps out the podcast. So you don't you know you don't have to pay anything to go through it. It's just kind of like a uh, back road to Amazon that we get credit for and it helps us out. So if you're gonna order something off Amazon. Uh, even if you're going to make a baby registry or whatever, uh, we get credit for that, and we appreciate it if you just go through ours. It doesn't take really much time at all. EatSleepFantasy.com is just as quick as Amazon.com if you're a fast typer. Mm-hmm. Or you could just like bookmark our page. Boom. Oh, bam. Done. Easy enough. <laughs> um, let's talk about some news. I'm that's done how, plugging stuff. That's your That's your transition? You got a better one? All right, so let's go ahead and get into the news. <laughs> that was not much better. That's so much better. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess the, for the 10th day in a row, it seems like, uh, we have Andrew Luck news. Mm-hmm. They're saying that he might even miss some regular season games. It went from uh, maybe he'll, he won't be starting training camp or he's going to miss training camp, and now uh, Jason Luck in Florida is saying that Andrew Luck could open the 2017 season on the pup list Hmm. say it ain't so dale yeah how scared are you about this okay okay the meter went up a little bit (laughs) Mm. i was trying to avoid it but the meter just went up a little bit um for sure it has to go up it has to now before it was like eh, 
he'll be fine. He'll play. Yeah. But uh, a couple days ago, when we saw the news that said Andrew Luck's not committing to play week one, you never want to hear the player not commit to playing. Yeah. Like, because players are always going to BS you and be like, nah, I'm going to play. I'll be ready. I'm feeling great. And they're like half torn and, you know, whatever. But, um, man, this is not good news. Now I kind of really do expect him to miss some time. And uh, he is going to be dropping in my rankings. Yes. Uh, waiting a little bit to see further news before I super overreact. But I, I expect no. that he'll he'll fall probably think- just outside my top five for now. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, five, six, seven, somewhere around there. I have him at three right now. I'm definitely dropping him based off this news. I was, I was holding, like I said, I've been holding out as long as I could, but it's just the chatter is getting louder and louder. And if I'm drafting today, I'm not drafting him, the third quarterback off off the board. Another quarterback news: Cam Newton expect uh, experiencing a little bit of soreness in his injured shoulder that he surgically repaired a couple months ago. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that starts today and then gets worse and worse as season progresses. Right. I hope it's not as bad as it can be because okay. he kind of needs a shoulder. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And well, that's, that's what shoulder. we said about Andrew Luck three weeks no, ago. Cam, <laughs> Cam Newton will be fine. Let's move on. Okay. All right. Uh, Dion, uh, this is even news. I'm going to skip that. Some Dion Lewis That's news. Not yeah, not okay. news. Not news. I didn't think Don't so. stop drafting Dion Lewis. Yeah. Uh, how about Jordan Reed? We talked about him last episode. Mm. Uh, we didn't have the news that he planned a visit with Dr. Uh, Robert Anderson in oh, Charlotte. Oh, that's not good. No. Nope. I like adding sound effects while you talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's going to go get his cho- toe checked out, which is not toe a good choked. thing. choked. <laughs> so, anyways, that is not very good news there. Nope. Come and here. I, so let's do this. Okay. Uh, worry meter for Andrew Luck is a seven. Wait, hold on. Can for, we call it something else besides worry meter? I feel like somebody other else people have do that? that. I have a feeling that's too simple. Can we work on that name? I, I, I'm, I'm sure panic alarm is a thing. How about, um, Oh, what are we gonna do? Wing sauces? No, that's for that's for that's bold takes. Okay, but we can also do it for injury. So, like for I'm instance, not give people my secret sauce for uh-huh. Andrew for, for Andrew Luck. <laughs> he's like a uh, like a sweet habanero right now. Do we want to do it like hurricane warnings? Like oh, that's good. And like this is like so like Andrew Luck is like a category three. This is and then for everybody like listening. Newton. This is what our show prep sounds like. Sorry, we didn't do this before the show aired. Because I just wanted to call it a worry meter, and you're not okay with that. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So this is like a category three. Yeah, but then it sounds like it's a three on the scale when it's not. If people don't know their hurricane categories, because not everybody lives in Florida. That's true. This is a disaster right now. It's not a disaster. I love it. Let's keep talking about this live on air. <laughs> about we rank natural disasters. So this is like, I don't know, like a earthquake in the meter of natural disasters. For Jordan Reed? Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, Cam Newton is like a sinkhole in an uninhabited <laughs> local park. There you go. That's it. Um. <laughs> That that works. Everybody's gonna be super confused now, trying to gauge which natural disaster is worse than another. <laughs> no, it's very simple. All right, the worst case scenario is a tsunami. Um, uh, I don't know. I think tornadoes are pretty bad. Yeah, but see, the tornadoes are confined. That they are the strongest, probably, but they're confined to small regions. It's still bad. Okay, but it's not. We're looking so, at the so we're scale of the scale damage. of disaster. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Tsunami is pretty. You bad. can have like two hundred thousand people die in a tsunami, and like yeah, right, five right. people can die in a sure I tornado. Sure, nobody's dying in a sinkhole unless uh, people have died in sinkholes, man. Yeah, because they are. Somebody's gonna get offended by this. They're like, my grandma <laughs> died in a sinkhole. You bastard! All right, this is not funny anymore. No, Let's it got on. no, it got kind of offensive. Amir Abdullah practicing... To whom? The people out there dying in sinkholes? <laughs> it's uh, family members of people who have 
gotten hurt in sinkholes. Everyone who has been personally afflicted by a sinkhole, please at me on Twitter at yes. Eat Sleep FF. and tell him if, how how if uh, offended you ever are. Please had any sort of tragedy in your life because of a sinkhole. Please, I will personally apologize to you at Eat Sleep FF on Twitter. <laughs> All right. We're we're gonna get all of zero messages. Yeah, I well that would probably be normal anyways. Um, no, what's normal is we're gonna get seven people just like mocking and like, oh yeah, I'm, I get affected by a sinkhole, and then they don't even know what the hell a sinkhole is. But whatever, I digress. Uh, Amir Abdullah is practicing without non-contact jersey. Good sign, man. I am liking him more and more. Right? It's uncomfortable, though, right? You it don't is. want to. It is, because I really liked him last year. It's and like what's happening with me and Russell Wilson, where like people are getting injured in front of him, and it's like, okay, well, Wilson jumped Cam. Okay, well, Wilson jumped Luck. And I just, yeah. it's it's happening by default, yeah. and I'm going to fall into the same trap, and I'm like, uh, you know, come the end of August, Russell Wilson's number one again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, kind of like what I'm doing with Sneed again. Um uh-huh. I didn't get your take on this. Me and Armando talked about it yesterday, but uh, Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. seems to be looking good with the hobbled and injured Latavius Murray not practicing yet. What are your thoughts? And are you oh, bumping how how high are you bumping Cook off this hype? I'm kind of I'm starting to buy into it as well. I'll tell you this: we our league of record is a keeper league. Um, I am probably going to start going after Dalvin Cook. I, I always like to play for this year. It's starting to seem like Cook might actually be very beneficial this year. Yeah, We'll see. I'm still going to play it by ear. Didn't love the situation where he was drafted. I've said that several times now in this podcast. But I also thought he was one of the or if not the most talented running back in this draft class. Right. Uh, there were some concerns there, some injury concerns, some character, some minor character concerns. Um, I really like his talent. He is a very explosive running back. And um, we'll see, man. If Latavius is going to miss any time at all, I really want Dalvin Cook. And in, and in a keeper league or something like that, I want Cook even more. Yeah. I think if he gets a crack at the job, he can keep it. I have a feeling. Anyways, because I was I was liking Latavius Murray, thinking it was his job to lose, but I think he's losing it slowly already. Correct. Okay. That's about next. All the news. That's, okay. that's yeah. That's about all the news we have. That's relevant. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into our topic of the day, Dale, which is natural disasters and quarterbacks. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about some quarterbacks. I'm going to go through. Basically, our top 15 consensus in order here. There are a few people on the internet that highly disagree with a couple of these picks. I think this is our chance to defend a little bit. I'll ask some questions. If you want, you can ask me some questions on this top 15 consensus. After we do that, I'm going to go through some of the quarterbacks that we have differing opinions on by ranking a, a high differing, a high difference of opinions on. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So let me just start off with the top two. Top out of the fifteen, the top two is Rogers Breeze. They're pretty much in a tier of their own. I have a feeling. There's they're going to be one two everywhere, right? Pretty much. Okay. So we can move on. This next group of uh, next group of guys, we have Luck, Cam, Brady, and Wilson. Now, Luck, we both agreed we're moving down a little bit. Cam is high for a lot of people. Brady is low for a lot of people. Do you want to talk about Cam Newton at all? Uh, Sure. So Cam Newton is the ultimate hit or miss guy at the quarterback position. Um, However, for me, uh, 2016 was kind of an injury-plagued year. Uh, 2015 was the uber elite MVP candidate, MVP uh, type year. And um, I don't think either one of those is the truth for fan- for, for fantasy for Cam Newton. 
Um, you're not going to see 35 passing touchdowns like you saw in 2015. That is his absolute ceiling. But I think last year is also his floor. And his floor, quarterback 17 and um, quarterback 13 in terms of points per game. I think Cam Newton is, is much better than that. We've seen him be a top five quarterback, <clears throat> a top three quarterback multiple times already. So for me, his upside is as good as anyone else's. And he's got a very solid floor where even in a down year, he was quarterback 13 in terms of points per game. His rushing will always give you something. And he's still going to score rushing touchdowns no matter what they try to do in that offense. Like Christian McCaffrey is a pass-catching running back. Regardless of what you say, like that's his first and foremost uh, ability, right? Yeah. Um, and the goal line guy, I, I, I know they want to start trying to take a little bit of that away from Cam. But what's his floor in terms of rushing touchdowns? Six? Five or six. Yeah, dude. Like, he's not going to have less than that. No. And that alone is going to make him a top 10 quarterback yeah. this year. I'm not buying in that he won't be doing any goal line rushing. He's just too big and too skilled of an athlete to not do that kind of stuff. He's gonna he's gonna, He'll walk into at least a few touchdowns on accident. So Right. So, good. No, I was just going to move on. Or did you have something else to say? Well, I did want to say our rankings are Luck and then Breeze. I mean, I'm sorry, Rogers and Breeze. And we had Luck three. Where are you? Because I think you, since the injury news has come out, have been the one that has not wanted to move him. No. He might start the preseason on the pup, meaning yeah. he can come off at any time. If he does start the regular season on the pup list and not on the fully grown dog list, then he's going to miss the first six weeks of the season. Yeah. That. I, I don't know if we're there yet, but let's say he starts the preseason on the pup, and that's where everybody's drafting. Where do you put Andrew Luck? I'm putting him right at – I have I'll, – I'll put him right after Russell Wilson, right in between Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. If in a week they say Andrew Luck is starting the preseason on the pup, he – you have to mitigate that risk. There's no way yeah. I'm spending there's no way I'm spending a, a middle round pick on Andrew Luck, which is what you would get if it's your fifth quarterback. He 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 drops to maybe like twelve for me, Dale. Like maybe I know the upside is tremendous, but if I'm missing six weeks, it's not worth it. I have yeah. to mitigate that risk. It's not yeah, worth I mean, it. That, I would put my name on, you know, one, two, three, four, five, put him at seven, six or seven overall. If I'm drafting, I'm not sure I have the confidence to draft him at seven. Um, I'd much rather have Cousins, Carr, Rivers, Mariota, you know, rounds and rounds after. Right. It might not be a thing where you will willingly want him to be ranked under these guys. But when the draft comes around, are you really going to pull the trigger on him instead of somebody in the middle rounds? No. No. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so that's the truth about it. If he starts the sure. prison on the pup list... The preseason on the pup list. I I don't think I'm going to have him inside my top five, and right now that's where he is, and he doesn't deserve to be if if there's any sort of injury concern, because there has been a history of injury with him. Yeah, and I like him a lot. Like I I honestly think he's a top three quarterback this year if healthy. Yeah, I do too. If healthy. All right, let's talk a little bit about your boy last year, Russell Wilson. He finished as, depending on the format, of course, around quarterback 11. He played all 16 games, but he was hobbled. Uh, ended up with over 4,200 yards, 21 touchdowns. Um, his rushing attack just wasn't there because of his injuries. He ended up only with one rushing touchdown, which is way lower than I think most people projected, with only less yeah. than 300 yards rushing. Right. Um, and he had less rushing than Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's a good right. rusher too, but we expect more of Russell Wilson. So he was yeah. in, he finished about eleven last year. We both have him fairly high this year. What's your take? Uh, my take is very simple. Uh, Russell Wilson, as a passer, has been you know numbers have gone up just a little bit every single year in terms of his yards. Um, the glaring number when I'm looking at Russell Wilson's stats for his career is that last year he 
he had pretty much less than half of his career average in terms of rushing yards. Um, his previous career low, his rookie season, was 489 rushing yards. And his previous career low in terms of yards per attempt rushing was 5.2. Last season, 259 yards rushing and a 3.6 yards per carry rushing average. He wasn't himself. He couldn't run the ball. He just, after that injury, like most people don't play through that unless your name is Big Ben. Right. 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 Um, He shouldn't have been playing, much less being mildly productive and he was he was decent he wasn't terrible but he was you know if you drafted his as a top five quarterback which most people did he was probably killing your team because he wasn't worth that price right. um so this year you get a guy who's you know hovering in that area who had been very consistent had been a top five quarterback the two previous years why not take him there i think he's pretty safe in terms of his rushing value and floor, so long as he doesn't get injured. And you know what? He still finishes a top 12 quarterback last year. He's never missed a game. I'm going to bet on Russell Wilson again. Okay. You have him ranked three. I have him at five. Armando has him a little lower at eight. Um, I want to play a quick <clears throat> game here. It's a game that I just made up. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you're probably going to hate it because I didn't have time to convince you. Uh, we're going to play a game called Bold, Crazy, or Stupid. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the scenario, and you tell me if it's bold, crazy, or stupid. Okay, you you don't have to be long winded about the answer. Just tell me. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson over Tom Brady. Normal. <laughs> That's not the name of the game. Yeah, that's, I'm picking a new category. Normal. It's, you don't even think it's bold. I don't even think it's bold. Okay. Bold, crazy, or stupid. Uh, Tom Brady. Uh, Kirk Cousins over Tom Brady. Bold. Okay. Mildly crazy. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, bold, crazy, stupid. Russell Wilson over. Hmm. Anyone other than Rogers or Breeze? I am. I'm, it's not. It's fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, there's my short-lived game show. Oh, your game is terrible. <laughs> I kind of like the names, though. Yeah, I think that's a f- picked. I'm going to trademark. If he had played that. that game with anyone else other than Wilson, because he's in a spot where I believe in him again. But play that game maybe another time with like uh, maybe Kirk Cousins. Okay, okay, okay. Crazy, bold, or stupid? Jameis Winston over Philip Rivers. That's who you have. That's. Why is that? Why is that even bold? That's like medium sauce. So <laughs> it's not even bold. That's like avalanche in the natural disaster category. No, because avalanche. It's like uh, a forest fire, a landslide. No, 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 no. What is it, like the tornadoes on the water? Oh, a um. What are they called? A uh, spout? A uh, water spout? Yeah, it's like a water spout. <laughs> Can you get hurt from a water? Sp- oh yes, no, 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 yes, no. you can. Uh, uh, rip current. It's a rip current. <laughs> rip tide. Rip yeah. current. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't That's know. If, okay. All right. Is that a natural disaster? Not really. Probably not. But it's okay. Okay. All right. So the next group of guys we have here. Uh, let's see. We ended off with Russell. Uh, the next guys we have Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Any of that surprise you in that order for our consensus? I know the consensus Carr's gets shuffled around. There. I'm sorry? Who's pulling Carr up that high? Uh, probably Armando. I'll tell you right now, though. Uh, let's see. We have... You said it's Carr, Russell oh, Wilson. Armando. And then, what is it? Luck? I mean, um, Brady? Russell Wilson. Brady is before Russell. Okay, Wilson. Brady, Brady, Russell, and then who else? And then Ryan and Kirk Cousins. I will say this, uh, for as much as I've hated Brady, his weapons are better than they've ever been. Yeah. Uh, so Wait, hold on. Are you sure? I mean, people have been saying that. Are they? Okay. Uh, Randy Moss and... Oh, my God. Who else was on that team? I'm yeah, dude. They're as good as they've ever been. Okay. Brandon Cooks, Gronk, 
Julian Edelman. Okay. Uh, several competent pass catching running backs. Yeah. I th- I think uh, they're as good as they've ever been. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Armando has car ridiculous. Uh, it's crazy boulder stupid that Armando has car at four. Uh, somewhere in between bold and crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, it's not stupid, but it is. If crazy. any quarterback can make the leap into elite, um, Carr has a shot to be there. Yeah, that offense is going to be crazy good this year. Yeah, I think the thing that they were missing, which is weird to say, because he's you know getting up there in age, is a good power running back and now they have it in Marshawn Lynch and that's going to bring some balance to that offense with a great offensive line two dynamic outside receivers that can kind of do a little bit of everything um you know and be great route runners and 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 do everything um I I I like Carr I don't like him top five quarterback but I I think it's possible it's not without within you know outside the realm of possibility but I think anybody within my top 12 could be a top five quarterback uh, and just a quick little note, uh, Carr, Derek Carr passes to his top two receivers more than any other quarterback in the league. Um, so between Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, they should get their fair share. I don't think yeah. that you have to split hairs with how much they're actually going to get fed the ball. They're both going to yeah. get fed a ton. That's not surprising. Yeah. Uh, after Carr, we have Phillip Rivers, Marcus Mariota, Big Ben, and Jameis Winston. You have Jameis Winston pretty high. I think Armando and I both have him lower than you, which is dragging the consensus down here. Um, oh, no, actually, we all have him at 11, 12, and 12. So. Remind me, um, who, which team added uh, Deshaun Jackson and is returning Mike Evans, Cameron Bray, and then added Jordan Howard and then is getting Doug <laughs> they Martin they back from suspension? He didn't add Jordan Howard. That would have been amazing. I'm sorry, OJ Howard. <laughs> yeah. Wrong Howard. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. Um, man, I'm doing the Armando thing where I'm just fucking up everybody's <laughs> name. Yeah, uh, they're going to have... I think this offense is going to be... Um, I don't th- I don't know if the hype... I don't know if it's going to live up to the hype. Is that crazy, bold, or stupid? Okay, that's... They, they have the weapons, but I don't think that... Fair. Doug, Doug Martin, I think. I believe in Doug Martin. I'm not sure I believe in Deshaun Jackson in this offense. Mike Evans is going to get his. But are they going to be that much better than last year? I don't know. Um, I think he'll take a step forward. Okay. And Winston has been very productive in his first two seasons. I do not see a slump. I see another step forward. He's shown progress each of his first two years. Absolutely. And there's, I, I don't think there's any reason to expect a step back at all from him. Yeah. I mean, last year, Jameis Winston ended up with just over 4,000 yards and 28 touchdowns. His interceptions were the only thing that really holding him back with 18 interceptions. If he can control that this year and be a little bit better game manager, yeah, he could definitely take a step forward. I think he'll have 40... 200 to 4,300 yards. Total touchdowns will be about 30. And give him 10 interceptions. Okay. So his value is going to come from his interceptions because really you only have a couple hundred yards and a couple touchdowns more than last year. Like I said, if he can handle, if he can stop turning the ball over so so much. Well, he finished 13 last year. Yes. You give him 300 more yards and... Uh, yeah, two more touchdowns. Uh, yeah, no, that's definitely going to boost him up. Absolutely right. And six less interceptions. Yeah, he's he'll be fine. Yeah, the only other player with at least eighteen interceptions in the top twelve was Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers had twenty-one interceptions last year. A little crazy. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of interceptions. That's Eli Manning territory. <laughs> Eli Manning ended up with 16 interceptions last year. Looking at our list, Dale. Um, hmm. How do you feel about your boy Marcus Mariota? Guy drafted right behind Jameis Winston. Would you rather have Mariota or Winston? 
both are going to be beneficiaries of an improved offense in the offseason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have Mariota. I think I'll take Mariota over Winston. Yeah. And I'll, I, the reason I brought this up is because uh, even though I think the Titans now have the best offensive line in football, they've added Eric Decker. Uh, they have a fairly good and underrated wide receiver in Rashard Matthews. They've got uh, two great running backs. Uh, I still would rather have Jameis Winston, and I'm wondering if uh, perhaps you want to make a wager on that. Yeah. Also, also, I'm looking at it here. Uh, I think you also have Mariota over another guy that I like this offseason in Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I'll take Mariota over Big Ben too. Look, Mariota had... 600 less passing yards and two less touchdowns and still finished within just a couple spots of uh, Jameis Winston because he knows how to take the the ball control and the good decision-making. He he only had nine interceptions. Yep. So you have Mariota, the highest amongst us, at eight. Okay. Okay. You have been at 13. Okay. We basically have those numbers flipped. Okay. Um, I will take that bet as well. Do you want to make two separate eat bets here, or do you want to just pick which one you want to do? Recap, because I'll, I'll make both of them. I, I want to take Big Ben Roethlisberger to score more fantasy points this season than Marcus Mariota in, are we saying six-point standard passing touchdown or four? Uh, let's do six, our league of record. Okay. Six points per passing touchdown. Um, and I will also take Jameis Winston to score more fantasy points than Marcus Mariota this year. I'll take that. All right. So that's two, a double eat bet. You're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. Eat That's fine with me. The only one, the only eat that I won't take is Mariota over Tyrod Taylor. I have Mariota ranked higher than Tyrod. Tyrod. I, oh my I couldn't take that, though. Hey, I'll take both of those guys over Tyrod that I just mentioned as well. We'll make a triple eat bet. <laughs> That's a quadruple eat bet. Yeah, that is a quadruple. A four by four. Um, This is going to throw my game way off just to start. No, I'm not going to do that. This, right. That's way too many bets. We already made two e bets. Yeah. Um, as for as much as I hated ben, Big Ben last year, because I I you know that him. he's next on on our list here to talk about. You actually you kind of glanced over him a little bit because you skipped to Jameis. Oh yeah. Um, Big Ben with Martavis Bryant in the Steelers' offense, that offense is a full touchdown per game better when the trio of Martavis. Antonio Brown and Lev Bell come together this season. Big Ben will easily, even when he misses that game or two, be a top 12 quarterback. Easily. That's my word that I'm using here. Okay? In terms of points, fantasy points per game, I'm willing to make a bet that Big Ben will be a top five fantasy quarterback. Of course. I mean... That fantasy points per game because you know he's going to get injured. I mean, over the last two seasons, he's missed several games. He hasn't played a full season since 2014. Okay. I mean, last year. That's why I have him seven, but I really think he'll miss a game or two, and when he plays, he'll be a top five quarterback. You think he gets more? It's the Lev Bell effect of last year. Last year, he had 29 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Where's that this year? Over 30 and uh, interceptions won't go way down but I say he has um so let's say he plays 14 games let's say he plays 16 games. let's give him a full 16 game season um which is not likely but let's give it to him I say he has 35 passing touchdowns that's a lot that would be his career high mm-hmm. his career high previously was 32 in 2007 oh he also did 32 in 2014 but yep. he's only hit 4,000 yards Three he's times also not in his career, play sixteen games. Three times in his career, he, or four times in his career, he hit four thousand yards. Right. I'm look ta- at his I'm saying he's not 2000, gonna... Look at 2015. Where all three guys were on the field. 
for the games that he played. Yeah. He had a great season. Great yeah. season. If he plays 16 games, he's a top five quarterback. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Which is I, which is why I don't have him in my top five. And that, but I think the value that you get from him, plus whoever you replace for the couple games that he's going to miss, is going to be worth a top 10 quarterback. Do you get me what I'm saying? It's it's the same thing that we said about Lev Bell last year where you just kind of – you're going to get him late, right? You get him where we got him in our mock draft. What do we get him? 11th round? Sure. Yeah, pretty late. Right? Yeah. Let's say he misses a game or two. You plug in fucking Eli Manning off the waiver wire. Sure. You put in uh, Ryan Tannen. You put, put in Blake Bortles for two games. Right. Um, you just play the matchups. And then once Big Ben comes back, you, you're finished the season total fantasy points with a top seven quarterback. That you're getting in the 11th round. You are convincing a little bit. Yeah, it's a strong argument. I, I didn't like him as, last just, much, uh, as much last year because there was no Martavis Bryant. And the stats showed that the team is significantly worse when you don't have somebody off at, uh, opposite Antonio Brown. But you mix Lev Bell, not suspended, not injured. Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant, not suspended, all on the team. And I really like their odds to be... Uh, you know, a top three offense in football. And he's not a high attempt guy either. I mean, last year he only had 500 or so attempts. He's had 600 attempts one time in his career, and that was his, you know, near 5,000 passing yards in 2014. But besides that, I mean, he's a 500, four to 500 attempt guy. I just don't see enough volume there to have him being an elite quarterback he just he doesn't throw the ball well enough and he takes chances he's going to have double digit interceptions which is going to hurt his fantasy value okay i mean third the 29 30 28 29 30 touchdowns it's it's reasonable i could see that but i just think he's just not going to be able to pass enough i don't think the volume is going to go that much up with bryant and on the field okay but your your argument's solid and it is convincing me a little bit thank you Appreciate it. No problem. Did you get an A plus for that? Uh, I'm not going to give you the same sort of uh, <laughs> uh, feedback. Uh, give me that Mariota shit. Get that out of here. I'm just kidding. I think Mariota has a good shot of being. See, everyone we're going to talk about inside the top 12, I can paint a picture. I can paint a scenario in which they finish as a top five quarterback. And this is where I want to stop and say, do exactly what we just did in our mock draft and wait till the 11th, 12th, 13th round to get a quarterback. Unless you have a scenario where Tom Brady is sitting there in the 6th round, right? Or the 7th round. It depends, because if you're an expert league and everybody's waiting, that's different. But if you're sitting there, Aaron Rodgers is there, and it's the back of the 4th round like you'll see in most expert drafts, like, fuck it. You know he's going to be a top 2 quarterback. Take him. I, I there's there's a certain point where everyone's value becomes justified and you draft based on the value. Um, I will, for the most part, say wait on a quarterback. But I, what I've seen a lot of expert leagues is like, Drew Bees is there in like the seventh round. And at that point, no, it's not worth taking right. Brandon Marshall instead of Drew Brees. Right. So... Uh, there, that's one reason, one thing that I'm going to disagree with some of the uh, quote unquote experts that I see out there, just because you can wait on a quarterback and just because the position is the most easily fillable, the most easily replaceable position doesn't mean that there isn't value in the position. Value-based drafting would indicate otherwise where there's seasons where Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers are in the top five in VBD. So Take them. It's worth it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm arguing against what I normally would argue, but you just got to play play the value. Also, don't take Aaron Rodgers in the second round because then it's also not worth it. Right. The Sorry. The Was last... Too passionate? No, no, that's good. That's good. I, right. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, The last guy I want to talk about is a guy that we have the biggest differing opinions in our rankings. I have him at nine, and you have him at 19. So I have him as a, you got to draft this guy. You have him as, pick him up on the waiver wire. It's Tyron Taylor, isn't it? (laughs) It is. (laughs) God, I did not want to do this. You are not ranking Tyrod with Sammy. No, no, no. I'm I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying you're probably not ranking him thinking that Sammy Watkins is going to be healthy. 
Um, no, because Sammy Watkins is not going to be healthy. Uh, but tell me, convince me otherwise as to why Tyrod Taylor will actually throw for four, even four thousand yards, or or uh, or repeat what I think is unrealistic rushing touchdown numbers. Give me, give me a reason why Tyrod Taylor for you is a top ten quarterback over guys like Big Ben or Jameis Winston. Well, first of all, let's just talk about the rushing, the rushing potential. Okay. He has over five and a half yards per carry each of the last two seasons, which is amazing. Yeah. He's he's more than just a scrambling run, uh, quarterback. He Fair. he can make plays, and he's going to gain a first down on nearly every run that he takes. He doesn't make very many bad decisions. And last year he had the last two years he had six interceptions apiece, which is amazing. I understand he doesn't throw a ton. Last year he threw just over 400 times. The year before that, just under 400 times. So I understand that. But he's a very good decision maker, as I've been saying. He's about a 20-touchdown guy, you know, throwing about 20 touchdowns or so. I would expect that number to go up just a smidge just because I think Sammy Watkins is going to be ready to play. And I think the six, five, six, seven touchdown rushing is very, very easy for him, um, especially in this new offense. I have a lot of good gut feelings that it's going to remain the Tyrod Taylor show around okay. around the end zone. I will say his rushing yards are not going to go away. Do you think he's going to score six rushing touchdowns again? I think it's very possible. I mean, he scored six last year. He scored the four the year before um, with the same amount of – basically the same amount of attempts and, and yardage. So, yeah, do you know, I do. Do you know how – what was his a season high in terms of passing yards? Actually, I got a better question for you. Do you know how many times he eclipsed 300 passing yards last year? Uh, I would probably say like four. One. <laughs> okay. One Fair time. Fair enough. He could be and very valuable on. with Give two. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know how many times he was under 200 yards? Mm, I don't know. Three. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what scares me about Tyrod Taylor. But if even if say he gets the 225 passing yards, and he gets right. I don't know 60 rushing yards and a touchdown, that's top 12 quarterback every week. Fair enough. And that's what I'm banking on. I know you don't want to bank on rushing touchdowns with your quarterback, but I, I really think he has it. And history shows five and a half yards, six yards of carry, four to six touchdowns in the previous couple years. The inconsistency and the lack of throwing scare me. Yeah, I get it. But to be fair, to be fair, I have him too low. Yeah, probably. I will reevaluate because there's probably somebody – that I can put him over. There's just guys that, um, you know, maybe are more, you know, traditional and, or maybe, you know, I don't know, but, uh, he probably deserves to be a few spots higher. I think you have him too high and the truth of Tyrod Taylor will be somewhere in the middle. Probably, probably. I mean, you know, it's hard to argue, especially when you look at guys like Andy Dalton, which I do believe in him this year. Blake Bortles is a good Decent fantasy quarterback, at least. Um, I'll probably we have Eli Manning. I mean, we have a lot of good quarterbacks in this twelve to to twenty range. That you know, you can make an argument with it. So there will be at least thirty five quarterbacks this season. <laughs> yeah, you heard you heard me right. <laughs> there will be at least thirty five quarterbacks this season that will post a top twelve week. So we don't know who they will be. But that will happen. Yeah, I mean, that happens guy, every year. Yeah, I mean, Alex Smith, Deshaun Watson, uh, Brian Hoyer even, Carson Palmer. Those are all guys that are going to post pretty good weeks here and there. Right. And uh, we're digging deep in the in the high well, 20s named, here. All four of those guys could get injured and miss games and have their backups. <laughs> exactly. Post a top 12 week. Exactly. Um, so you, <laughs> what I do want to say about the quarterback position is I wouldn't spend a top – five round pick on anybody here unless maybe Drew Brees slips a little bit um other than that wait you'll get some gems pretty late and plenty of guys with top five quarterback potential just pick who you want to place your chips on 
I think some of the guys that I've mentioned I want to do that with are guys like Big Ben and Jameis Winston, perhaps even Philip Rivers, which I'm actually the lowest on at 12 amongst us. Um, but those are guys you can get pretty late. My favorite amongst the groups, but he's not going as late as, as some of the others, are Kirk Cousins. For Dale, you've got guys like Tyrod Taylor and Marcus Mariota, who he thinks are values this year. Um, kind of maybe slowly coming around a little bit on the Mariota, so I'm kind of regretting doing <laughs> that Jameis Winston bet. Um, but, uh, you know, there's going to be it's- guys. Figure out who you want to place your chips on, but don't take them too early. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, unless which, like I said like 20 minutes ago there's an extreme value which I'm not contradicting myself <laughs> which one of these best describes uh, let's see, let's look at your guys which one of these names best describes Dak Prescott because that's somebody who we haven't we haven't talked about yet tsunami earthquake thunderstorm tornado volcano hurricane drought wildfire ice storm avalanche Snowstorm, landslide, flooding. Um, I got I, so like the worst is like the worst the season's gonna be. Yeah, I think for a lot of people it's gonna be like a blizzard in New York, where like a lot of people are not gonna be prepared, and then that's what's gonna make it bad. If you if you think that, that hey that, wait hold on gonna... we are the blizzard the New York blizzard of fantasy football, you just described us. Sorry, I ruined the show. I don't even want to continue. Do you just want to end the show now? Follow us at EatSleepFF on Twitter, EatSleepFantasy.com. Check out Draft Party USA for your draft party needs. For Christian Brito, I'm Dale. Sorry for listening. Bye. Sleep